The Adventures of Sharon and Pate Episode 8 Mimi's Experiment Oh la la, it's Sharon. Yeah, ding dong, I'm back. I'm so happy people, I'm feeling normal again. I've got the noughties flowing through me veins again. Oh my God. That hotel on the old Gulf that me and Pete just went to was gorgeous. Gorgeous people. I'm picking up the story where Pete left off. After our wicked afternoon with Mimi, Pete and I went to the champagne bar at the hotel. It was so beautiful there. It overlooks the blue Atlantic Ocean and at sunset, it gives you a real rush. Darlings, sipping your champagne with the sun going down. Champagne bottles hanging from the pine trees. <gasps> we ordered some Laurent Perrier, one of my favourites. Soon, Mimi arrived. She was wearing the same black lacy kimono. But this time, instead of a bikini underneath, she had a black boob tube top showing the top of her breasts which were so oiled they were glistening through the kimono. The black top contrasted with her white linen shorts with a black Hermes belt. Her hair was flowing down, her blue eyes were sparkling, reflecting the blue of the ocean. Even as a woman, I thought she looked stunning. Once we were sipping on the champagne, I couldn't wait. I was so excited. So, Mimi, what's the plan for naughties that you've got for me and Pete? Mimi spoke in a hushed voice, slightly rapid fire. Have you heard people say that even with the best relationships, there's usually 15% missing. You know that a woman may be 85% happy with her family life and kids, but there's 15% missing those wild times she had before a permanent relationship, you know. I nodded strangely. I just watched the Netflix series with the same theme. Look around, you guys. There are several women here just like that. Right here, right now. They're on holiday with their families, but part of them is yearning for a break. Something different. Some new pleasure. Because they're relaxed. Their pussies are feeling like playing. Look at that one over there with the long blonde hair and tanned legs. Look how she's tossing her hair back, pulling her fingers through her hair at the same time. Her eyes are wandering around the men, trying to catch their eye for a moment. She's bored. Look at her. Blokes are just looking at their phones. And that one, a redhead with the floral kanga, 
She's got the wandering eyes too. They're trying to catch these guys' eyes. Look at them. Yeah, Mimi, I can see it. I don't get it. How can they be naughty? They're non-stop with their families. There's always a way, Sharon. Always a way. Let me tell you my little plan. Pete, we're going to take this in turns. First, I want you to lend me Sharon for most of tomorrow. Then it can be your turn the next day. I could say Pete was curious as May. I was bursting with curiosity. I was. Pete nodded in consent. Sharon, which one of these women do you find most attractive? I looked around. I could see four doing the wandering eye thing. Truthfully, I didn't find any of them as attractive as Maymay. But hey, I wanted to know the game. I go for the blonde because I think she's really bored. Her bloke's just buried in his phone. He said nothing to her, left her talking to her teenage boys. I reckon her fanny is crying out for some freedom time. So, here's the plan. I need to get to talk to her, Pete. When they get up, I want you to follow them to their room and get the room number. Then, tomorrow morning, Sharon, you will sit on one of the benches in the corridor near their room, hoping they go to breakfast. They almost certainly will, as teenage boys are always hungry and will always need to eat. You must follow them. And once they're in breakfast, you can call me and I'll join you. And after breakfast, we'll follow them and hope they'll sit under the tree by the pool. We'll sit near them and at the right moment, I'll try and talk to her. I honestly thought this was all a bit crazy. But me and Pete agreed to go along with it because Mimi said she had done this before. Pete said he would go spend the day on the beach the next day to get out of the way. So, the next morning, I got up early and by 9am, I was sitting on the bench in the corridor near room 421, which is where Pete had followed them the night before. I could hardly believe it. But soon they all came out and I slowly followed them to breakfast. The woman looked striking, wearing a bright yellow wrap that accentuated her tan. I was feeling excited as Mimi joined for breakfast. I had tingles in my bikini bottoms. We followed them out of the breakfast and just as Mimi oped, they sat under the pine trees near the pole. The woman took off her yellow wrap. Underneath, 
she was wearing a very sexy white bocchini, real posh, like it was from like Agent Provocateur or something. It was very slim line, almost Brazilian at the back, totally showing her bum, which looked tight, toned. She had medium-sized breasts, not large like Mimi's. So, what now, Mimi? What now? We wait. We wait for our husband and the boys to go to the pool and hope she stays to read her magazine in peace. Then I'll go have a little chat with her. Our Mimi could predict all this stuff. God alone knows. But about 30 minutes later, the husband and the boys went off to the pool. Mimi stood up and went over to the woman. I was even more excited by now. I felt adrenaline pouring through my veins. The woman looked up from her magazine as Mimi approached. Mimi stayed standing. I could see she was talking intensively. The woman looked slightly surprised. Then she nodded her head slowly, as if she was agreeing to something. The whole interchange between Mimi and the woman must have lasted less than three minutes. As Mimi wandered back, she gave the woman a little wave. Tell me, Mimi, tell me, Mimi, what did you say? What's going on? I asked if she was bored and wanted some special fun. She was interested and I told her we could have a hot lesbian threesome together if she could come to my room this afternoon. She was a bit hesitant, but agreed. Her name is Petra. Sharon, darling, we're going to have a hot, well, one hell of a hot, afternoon. Oh my bloody God, a lesbian threesome. I could hardly contain myself. My pussy was supercharged with desire again. It was like it was aching for it with need. I had a mix of intense excitement and nervousness as I knocked on Mimi's door. Room 137 that afternoon. I had decided to wear me skimpiest black bikini and also me favourite black kimono. Mimi opened it and Petra was already inside. She was wearing a white bikini of the morning. They were both drinking a glass of champagne. Mimi seemed to be in control, saying nothing. She went over to Petra and kissed her softly on top of each breast. Petra looked surprised, but also eager. 
Mimi removed Petra's bikini top. Sharon, come over here. You kiss this tit and I will kiss the other one. And so it started. Soon we were three-way kissing, very slowly, tongue on tongue. I could see what Mimi had meant. This woman, Petra, was absolutely gagging for it. She was soon moaning. I couldn't help it, but my hand slipped down behind her tight arse and I felt her clip from underneath. Petra moaned more and more. Mimi went to her wardrobe. I couldn't believe it. She came back out naked with a strap on with a huge black dildo in it. Mimi turned me on. Here, Sharon, help me get this strap on in place. Tie up these straps really tight, really tight. Mimi, Mimi in a strap on looked like sex on legs. Her bum almost as tight as Petra's and looking like she'd done lots of workouts. Wetness was pouring out of me. I wanted Mimi. I wanted her. But Mimi threw Petra onto the bed and spread her legs apart. She covered the dildo with lubricant. And then she was there easing it into Petra. Although it was huge, Petra took it all. It was up there and suddenly Mimi was just thrusting, thrusting, pounding away with the strap on on. There was nothing gentle about it. It was fierce and strong. But Petra was in the mood and her hips were riding with Mimi's rhythm. Mimi had a gleam in her eyes. She wanted to see this woman come. Sharon, sit on her face, Mimi commanded. I knelt astride Petra's mouth facing Mimi so that I could see the pounding. It was such a turn on and my own volcano was ready to explode as Petra started fiercely licking my clit. As I lowered my hips, she thrust her tongue inside me. Looking down, I saw Petra's breasts moving up and down in time to Mimi's rhythm. Mimi leant forward and kissed me. I reached down and played with Petra's taut nipples. Now, me and Petra were moaning, moaning. Mimi was going faster and faster.
with the strap on. At the same time, Petra was furiously rubbing her clip. So fast, it was like a furnace of excitement and I could see Petra's stomach muscles starting to tighten. She started deep sucking my pleasure zone. I leant forward and kissed Mimi another time. Suddenly, Petra's legs clamped together around the dildo and she shuddered in her orgasm. Shuddered, shuddered, shuddered. I just exploded. I couldn't stop myself. I was gushing lava from my own volcano. Mimi smiled. She got off Petra and took off the strap on. Now, Sharon, put this on and you fuck me. What? What? I have never, ever in my life used a strap-on before. Ever. What? Was me bum firm enough? Fast enough? I know I do cycling in the gym, but that's another thing. Petra tightened the straps around me. And with the enormous dildo in front of me. Oh my God. I suddenly felt this huge surge of eroticism. Oh my God, I held it in my hand. We all changed positions so that Mimi was lying on the bed and Petra was now lying by her side, kissing, kissing her, stroking her breasts. I knelt between Mimi's legs and, oh my God, I slowly eased the dildo into her. Oh my God. It was erotic, beyond erotic. I was starting to thrust. I was pushing it in a bit more. And then it went in so easy, I started ramming the dildo into Mimi. Well, I was trying not to do it too hard, but it was, I pushed it in. Just like Petra, she took it right in. It was amazing, an amazing feeling. Frosting, frosting, frosting. I was riding this beautiful woman. I was a man. I was riding. I was riding. I was enjoying it. Mimi's hips moved in rhythm. The dildo banging on me clip started to make me feel horny as hell. Horny as hell again. Our thrust faster and faster. Our gyrating hips were intoxicating. The dildo slapping my clip was making my pussy otter and otter. I knew there was gonna be a massive explosion and soon I wanted to make Mimi come first. Petra was pulling Mimi's nipples tighter and tighter, plucking them, pulling them 
and at the same time strumming on her own clit. Mimi was yelping. She so wanted it. And again, suddenly, there it was, clenching. But this time, it was mutual clenching. This was the clenching of Mimi and my clenching. Intense clenching. Like two volcanoes going off at once. Explosion. Explosion. Our bodies orgasmed together. Some of the most intense orgasms I have ever had in my life. I don't know why, but the whole afternoon was just anticipation, excitement and intense satisfaction. Oh my God, I was so satisfied. Petra looked up at us both. Thank you. Thank you. You were both right, Mimi. You helped me remember my fire. That pulsing feeling of need. George, my husband, he's a great man, but somewhere along the way we just lost it physically. How long are you both here? It was great. Mimi replied to Petra. I'm here just for one more day, but Sharon is here for another week, Petra. Would you like another excitement while you're here? Petra nodded affirmatively. Mimi said to me, Okay, Sharon, can you please go back to your room? I want to say this privately to Petra. Well, I didn't argue. I had a great time. I put on my bikini and left. Pete was already back in the room. Grinning like a Cheshire cat. Well, Sharon, I can see you've had a good afternoon. You're flushed and you've got that radiant smile again. Twice in two days. I grinned at him. <laughs> the smile, well, a satisfied smile is always cool.